Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Yes, it's the first Friday of the year, January 3rd, 2020, in the year of our Lord. And this show's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Thank God they're out there. You can still pick up gold, silver, platinum, palladium, take possession of it and get it put away because, let's face it, anything can happen at any time. You can also head out to the World Wide Web, the information superhighway at allamericangold.com, 24-7, 365, with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, President and General Manager of KHNC 1360, and I help Joe. Uh, Joe's back from vacation. He had a well-deserved holiday, you know, doing radio all day, uh, five days a week, kind of wears at a guy. Joe was about six foot seven when I met him. Uh, when I saw him at Christmas, he was down to about five foot five. So I hope you're rested, buddy. How are you doing? Hey, Eric. Glad to be back. Uh, yeah, it was a much needed uh, time off. Spent the some quality time with the family, but I'm back uh, trying to catch up. We got a lot of lot of things to do here. Uh, I I will say uh, all the medals plans. Uh, you guys are all going to go out. We should have all the metal, metals plans done and out uh, before the end of next week. Well, that's uh, always the beginning of the year. Lots of things to do. You know, the physical markets, people don't understand that uh, that it can't be faxed to you. It can't be emailed. It's not on a you know, disc. It's something that's real. It's got to get there. It's got to get procured. In other words, Patriot has to procure it before you can get it. So you've got these lag times. Be patient. Joe will get it done. Um, let's face it, you know, the, I'm always a catastrophist. My wife reminded me of that this morning, and I said, well, how do you like how do you like the roaring 20s so far? We're in the third day of this decade. I mean, yesterday, here's what's so amazing. Yesterday, the attack on uh, on the Irani Soleimani crew, you know, was, was a non-event. I mean, the press was open. The news wires were open. It wasn't a late-night thing. It happened yesterday afternoon, Arizona time, non-event. I looked at the futures markets last night. I looked at the equity markets. I watched everything, and I went to bed going, huh, you know, am I the only one that thinks this could be a shot heard around the world? And, of course, by the time the liberal press got a hold of it this morning, now you've got the Dow down with futures markets, and now I don't know where it was, down 300. It's... In the equity markets, uh, gold's up $20 in the futures markets. But what's interesting is that you look at what's really going on and who's really running barter town right now. And let's face it, you know, this started, I never heard of Iran ever until I was in high school. The uh, Ted Koppel started uh, Nightline with the Irani hostage crisis day one. I'm not kidding you. This is this is Nightline. I, I they made up the show because of the Iranian hostage crisis. Then day two, day three, and he actually numbered it. I don't know how many years he was on, but you know the Iran the Iranians have just been a burr in the side ever since the first oil embargo. The news, Joe, while you were gone, this was over the New Year's holiday. The uh, president of Iran was taunting America. Uh, Hassan Rouhani was was taunting America. The, the headline on Drudge Report was, you Americans can't do a thing about the embassy attack. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Well, we took out their top general. How's that for nothing you can do? So the Islamic Republic of Iran 
You know, as Trump said in his statement, he says they've lost every war, but they've won every negotiation. I I know a lot of you people on the far right, you know, especially I'm one of them. I'm so far right, I'm coming around the left. You know, we know that firing up the military industrial complex is usually an economic move. You know, the lobbyists get a hold of the president, they fire him up. You know, there's a lot of money to be made doing this. So in general, a true conservative is against more government spending and wars, but let's face it. Let's face it, these guys are just asking for it. So nobody's talking about the uh, nuclear ramifications. You haven't heard that word anywhere, anywhere, because don't forget that there was the nuclear talks that, that Obama put America into, and they had this agreement, and Trump said, forget it. So you've got, I think, 60 or 80 million people in Iran, and um, one thing no one's talking about also is that Iran in November 10th, November 10th, Iran hit its largest oil strike ever. How about that? You really got to look for that. Really? Yep, their largest oil strike ever, 43 billion barrels in one oil field, which is over a third of their total oil capacity in one field. So, so with that in mind, and again, you won't find that anywhere. You want to know where I found that news? You're not going to believe it. I actually went to Twitter, and <laughs> this is how weird it is. I went to Hassan, the president of Iran, has a Twitter account. So Hassan Rouhani, his official statement, the flag of General Soleimani in defense of the country's territorial integrity and the fight against terrorism and extremism in the region will be raised, and the path of resistance to U.S. excesses will continue. The great nation of Iran will take revenge for this heinous crime. That was his tweet this morning. That was, well, eight hours ago. And I think that's what fired up the markets, fired up the press. Now, of course, apparently we don't have a Pentagon. We don't have one. Apparently we don't have any uh, military industrial complex. Apparently we don't have any military advisors, no generals, no Marine Corps, no Army, no Navy. Because if you watch CNN or PMS, NBC, Trump did it all. Trump did it all. This is all a Trump thing. Now, the reason the equity markets aren't crashing is because liberals don't own any stocks. They sold them all out. The conservatives own the stocks. The liberals are grabbing every gold ETF they can get, though. We'll talk about that as we head into the break. Welcome. Happy New Year, Joe. Good to have you back. It's going to be a great show. Stay with us. Listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, rocking and firing. No Jack Daniels Friday today because it's no alcohol January. But uh, <laughs> no, it's just not appropriate. Too much news to get on today. So uh, this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. I'm broadcasting up in Cave Creek. Joe's down in uh, Deer Valley at the Hole in the Ceiling Studios. We are live on KXXT 10 10 a.m. This show is brought to you again by the Patriot Trading Group. And uh, don't forget the cedarstromgroup.com. For all your real estate needs here in Phoenix, you can uh, just go straight there or call my lovely wife, Lori, if, uh, looking buy, sell, uh, rent, uh, relocate. She's a corporate agent, 480-231-5153 is her phone number. Up in Colorado, um, you need an agent called James Morgan, uh, supports 1360khnc.com. He's our realtor up there at uh, 720-203-0731. So the station up there is growing in leaps and bounds. I will be in Colorado next week. Um, 
not sure exactly what day, either Monday or Tuesday, but uh, I'm getting up there. I'm going to drive most likely. So, And uh, it continues. But right now the news of the day, of course, is the military-industrial complex is firing up. People are trying to figure out if this is the new decade, if this is where we're going to go. Is this really going to be the, the, uh, the pace that's going to be set? I mean, is there going to be ramifications? Is the Middle East going to fire up? I mean, again, we've got 36 installations, 36 military installations. And, you know, if you look at Ron Paul, Ron Paul ran on the uh, platform of closing every one of them and just getting out of the Middle East altogether, closing all foreign military bases, putting everything uh, back here on shore and guarding this country and getting our nose out of everybody else's business. But let's face it, if they didn't have oil over there, nobody would care. They would have let them wipe each other off the face of the earth decades ago, and nobody would care. But due to the fact that you've got this tremendous oil field still that are having, look at the price of oil, the price of gasoline up 18 cents today for a gallon of gas one one day. What do you think of that, Joe? Well, you know, it, it, more of the same, right? And I saw it too. I saw the the the, the big spike in, in crude oil and in gasoline and right as, I guess, if you will, we got all comfortable with gasoline somewhere, depending on where you live. Like here in Arizona, gasoline's been about three bucks or so for the last year, year and a half. Uh, some other states maybe... You know, let's call it between uh, $2.50 in in the uh, less tax states all the way up to, say, $3.50 in the more tax states. And and, uh, you know what? The only way to get the price up, I guess, is to fire up the the whole uh, Middle East again and and Iran deliver. Well, you got the electric car that's supposed to save us from all this, but let's not forget if any of these libs actually get elected, and again, this again is a Trump event. They're blaming everything on Trump here, that um, if any of the libs actually got elected, and ultimately it will happen, I mean, the left will take over because we import them. And if you just keep importing more voters that want a handout, I mean, you know, we've, every, we've all studied this our whole lives, eventually that comes to fruition, so... You know, it'll be interesting if the Middle East has all the oil and uh, Elizabeth Warren became president or any one of those idiots over there. The first thing they said they want to do is shut down oil fracking, which will take the price of natural gas through the roof, take the price of energy through the roof. So plugging your car in is going to cost probably 10 times as much as buying $20 a gallon of gasoline. So, I mean, the country's getting themselves painted into a corner here and, uh, well, we're going to be here, Joe. We're going to stay on it. I mean, you provide a tremendous service. I'm sure you guys are busy as can be down there in, in the office. And, uh, I mean, anyone who's not paying attention, you know, you think you need to take the time to add a little hard assets to your portfolio. It's days like this that uh, this is just a microcosm of what could happen. I mean, ultimately, if this escalates and there's about a 50-50 chance it could. Yesterday, everybody just wrote it off as, ah, well, you know, another shooting, bombing somewhere in the Middle East. It's a daily event. It's like reporting on murders in Chicago. It's just a non-event. But when you really look at it, when they started looking at it, they're like, well, you know, this guy is uh, the top general in Iran. And here's what's funny. This is how confusing this world is. And I was up early watching this this morning, and they show footage. Fox News showed footage, and you guys may have seen it. They showed footage of the people running through the streets this morning. And supposedly that this Soleimani guy was so hated 
that the millennials, and again, what's so weird about looking at the television footage out of the East is that it's not way it used to be. The guys with the beards, you know, and the turbans and the Ayatollah, these are millennials with baseball hats on running through the streets. Now, when you looked at it, it looked, it could go either way. Fox said that it was the millennials, which by the way, the millennials in Saudi Arabia and Iran and Iraq all hate the royal families and they hate the, they hate just like they do in this country. They hate the rich top. They hate the rich people, the, the ones that have made the rules. They can't stand us. They can't stand any of the older generation. And I mean, the, the same thing that's happening here, but. Fox showed the footage and said they were celebrating Soleimani was dead. CNN showed the very same footage and said it was riots in the streets protest, protesting the United States of America. How about that? With the same footage, Joe. <laughs> well, you know, let's face it. This is what the power of, of pictures can do. Forget about the facts, right? We, we don't need the facts. Let's just show people protesting. And since none of us can speak or read Arabic, so, you know, just like just like here, right, they all got their poster boards and their bed sheets and, and, and all this. We don't know what it says. It could say anything. And, and uh, so, therefore, you know, one, one organization says, hey, look, it, they're all happy we killed this guy. The other one says, you know, they're chanting death to America. I, you know, who knows? Yeah, with the same footage. So, yeah, you got to try to figure it out. This is why. Well, you know, my dad used to say, I've said a thousand times here, if you're in a poker game and you don't know who the patsy is, it's you. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. <laughs> Call 1-800-951-0592 and unpatsy yourself today. Ah, well, you well here's an official statement. You there? Yeah, go ahead. Official statement. Okay, sorry. Official statement. Again, there's a little lag time. I'd like to thank David. Uh, who runs the Verdo program here that's getting it all set up for us up at the mothership and here in Arizona. He's just a wonderful man and got to talk to him a little before we went on the air. He's volunteering his endless hours uh, working on this technology. And little by little, as you can tell, it's getting better and better. Uh, Trump today, President Donald Trump said that Iran never won a war but never lost a negotiation. The remark which came in a tweet was the first statement responding to the American airstrike until General Qassam Soleimani, the leader of Iran's elite Quds force. You know, I haven't heard that. Q-U-D-S. Short time later, Trump posted a two-part tweet in which he tried to justify Soleimani's killing. General Qassam Soleimani has killed or badly wounded thousands of Americans over an extended period of time and was plotting to kill many more, but he got caught. He was directly and indirectly responsible for the death of millions of people, including the recent large number of protesters killed in Iran itself. While Iran will never be able to properly admit it, Soleimani was both hated and feared within the country, and they are not nearly as saddened as the leaders will let the outside world believe. He should have been taken out many years ago. God bless the president. Let's pray for him. This is one of the issues, that, as predicted here on the Patriot Radio News Hour. I said there could be not an economic issue, not a, red, a left or right issue, but an absolute American issue. We actually have people apologizing to Iran in this country this morning. Can you believe that? I mean, is that treason? Joe, wouldn't you think that'd be treason if you went out on Twitter and said, oh, we're sorry, 
as Americans, we're sorry we upset the uh, terrorists over there in the Middle East. We won't do it again. Don't it was, I forget some actress said, "Don't kill us." This morning, can you believe that? Oh my lord! Yeah, well, again, yeah, because this is really right. This is this is the new way, uh, you know that 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 things get done, which is uh, anybody. And, and let's face it, if it was a Democrat. We all know if there was a Democrat in office and and they had done this, right, it would have been justified. Yes, this guy was a bad human being. He was a, a murderer, a killer, and this and that. But uh, really just because it obviously, uh, you know, Trump is the guy that's in office. But uh, but I really believe even if Trump wasn't in office, even if we had somebody else in office, if, if you got the wrong color jersey on, uh, it doesn't matter what you do. Right, the the left's going to come out and tell you how sorry they are and and how bad America is and 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 quite honestly, you know, and I think this is why it is uh, that Trump has so much support out there. The, the most of America, we're sick of that. We're sick of hearing it. Uh, we're sick of listening to it. You know what? Go back to doing what you do best, which is pretending to be somebody else, and leave the rest of us alone. Well, it's interesting, again, how this is a non-event. I've got the Arizona Republic in my hand for all our local people on KXXT here. Front page is showing, let's see what we're looking at, uh, smog. That's the front page picture. Yes, we've got smog in Arizona. And then the uh, buy article next to it is uh, penalties limited for use by cell phone drivers. Hmm, Let me see, USA Today, no, Senators, page one, two, three. Oh, 4A, here it is. Pentagon, U.S. strike kills Iranian general. <laughs> so, you know again, not event until the liberals got a hold of it this morning. So <laughs> We don't even have it on at allamericangold.com. That's how big of a non-event it really was. Like you said, this, this strike happened really for all intensive purposes uh, well over 24 hours ago. Uh, And all of a sudden, it wasn't until really this morning that this thing became a big deal at all. Well, and again, they they figured out they could make a Trump issue about it. I think number one is there was a tweet that Trump sent out, I think, in 2011, going, uh, watch President Barack Hussein Obama. He may try to attack Iran to get reelected. So once they got a hold of that, Uh, they yeah, they. That's what did it. They they turned it into a marketing event. And again, you know, my my position has been they can't impeach the president. The liberals all sold their stock. You guys remember the day he got elected? Anybody remember the day he won the following day? What happened to the equity markets? And they said, oh, my God, uh, the, the, the stock market's going to crash. And all the liberals, and I know a few, I know a few. Um, you know, I play golf with them every now and then, and I listen to them, and I don't bring up politics on the golf course usually. But, uh, you know, they, uh, they all sold their equities. They all got out. So they're upset about that. So they're, uh, they're trying to make it up by buying gold. You've got tremendous, tremendous trading volumes. Joe, are you seeing the contracts through the COMEX and the ETFs on gold and silver? It's just crazy, the numbers 
I mean, gold should be trading at twenty five hundred to three grand an ounce based on market activity, and I I think that's where we're heading because they can't impeach the president. So the only thing the libs are going to be looking at here come election day is you know thirty five hundred, forty five hundred dollar gold. It's the only thing they're going to be able to do. Going look, the con- people hate the economy; they don't trust it. Nothing's real. Everything's fake because of this president. But in reality, the uh, Wall Street Journal's gotten on board with how great the economy is, how unemployment is, you know, at record lows. And they, they've bought into all of this because the stock run has created tremendous wealth, which is driving the, the other half of this country crazy. So, I mean, it's just probably the most confusing times ever. And I know we're heading into a break here, but let's look at what's really going on, which w- this would have been the top story this morning. Absolute top story. It would be on every newspaper. It would be everywhere. We'd have opened with it. Brian Kilmeade would have opened with it. And by the way, up there at the mothership, he's doing a great show today, bringing on tons of guests, and they're trying to disseminate what's really going on. Um, two major issues in the ongoing impeachment proceedings this morning and congressional investigations. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals will hear arguments by lawyers for the House of Representatives and the Justice Department over separation of powers. Specifically, the court will consider whether the House should get confidential documents from the investigation by former special counsel Robert Mueller and if the administration should be able to stop top advisors from complying with subpoenas. That's what the top story was this morning until the Trump tweet. We'll be back after these messages. Patriot Radio News Hour will continue. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now, continuing that legacy, the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. This will be remembered as one of the most shocking votes in the history of Congress. That's what President Trump said about the Democrats' defeat of the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act last year. The act would have done one simple thing. Give criminal consequences to doctors who let a child die if they're born after a failed abortion attempt. To be clear, we're not talking about babies who have not yet been born. These are living baby boys and girls after delivery. Yet Democrats overwhelmingly voted against this measure to prevent cold-blooded murder. It's just about the most unconscionable thing you can imagine. Yet Democrats have a spin for even this. They either say this law is redundant because of another one on the books, or they say survivors of abortion don't really exist. The 2002 law they refer to is completely toothless because it carries no penalty. So the only other argument that pro-abortionists have is to stand on the question of whether or not there really are survivors of abortion. That's where Melissa Odin comes in. She is not only the author of the groundbreaking book, You Carried Me, A Daughter's Memoir, but she's also the director of the Abortion Survivors Network. She herself survived a sailing abortion that was meant to kill her. She calls herself very blessed to have been born in a hospital where a nurse took pity on her and ensured she didn't die after being born. If Melissa's mother had gone to an abortion clinic like Planned Parenthood, that pity might not have been shown. It's a sad commentary on American society that we even have to have a discussion about protecting born-alive children, much less deal with strong opposition to the idea. 
President Trump was right to predict that the shameful vote on the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act would be known as one of the most shocking votes in the history of Congress. I'm very thankful for brave women like Melissa Oden, who boldly share their tragic story to ensure no more children are killed in America for the crime of being the victim of a botched abortion attempt. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Despite the outrageous pro-abortion stance of many liberals, the vast majority of American people value human life. More than ever, pro-life voices need to stay vigilant and be heard. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're not backing down. Please, join us in the battle for life at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. You know what? It's been a while since I've been on the air. i got to get retrained here. Joe Jaquin, Eric Cedarstrom. And, you know, we've been talking about, you know, the the bombing and, and what does it mean and what, you know, how it was a non-event. Now it's an, uh, a big deal. The Dow's down 250 points. Uh, crude oil's up a couple of bucks. Uh, gold is... Well, gold was already running. You know, before they decided to make this an event, uh, gold was up over overnight uh, 15 bucks, and now it's up almost $25 to the ounce. You know, gold sitting here, 1552 bucks, uh, about $10 away uh, from a new seven-year high. You know, you got to go back, right? Uh, gold got, what, 1561, I believe it was, uh, last year, getting ready to take that out. I'm going to give you some numbers right now. I don't really care about, uh, you know, 1561 or whatever that high was. We're, we're, we're taking that out. I think that's uh, where gold's headed right now. 1585. Write it down. Make sure you've bought some gold before it gets there. Now, the last time I gave you a number, that number was 1361. For those of you that remember, that wasn't that long ago. I gave you that number last year. And I told you last year, gold breaks 1361. It's going to 1500, remember? Now, did I did I have some crystal ball? Was that some outrageous, outlandish statement? Was that one of Eric's crazy statements? It wasn't. Right? Because most of the trading, right, and you look at trading, Eric brought up trading volumes in the last segment and how they're just going through the roof. How how trading volumes in gold are going through the roof because all of these people out there, and, and, and not just people, mostly uh, machines and robots, they all know the same charts that I know. They all know when 1585 falls, 
Gold's going to 1700 They also know, and you'll see them. I know you've seen them because I saw them. I didn't even take my laptop out of my bag when I was on vacation. I didn't see one computer screen. I didn't look at anything. I got back yesterday, and, of course, I couldn't help it. I started looking yesterday. Everywhere you look, you got everyone saying, gold's going to 1700 1800 2000 right? You, you see them, all of them. It starts at 1585 And remember, uh, as I educated you last year, you know, when gold hit 1900 it fell all the way to 1050 right? And there's, you know, 1050 uh, at one point was the new all-time high. When gold took out 800 which was the previous all-time high, it didn't pull back until it got to 1050 Then it went and it fell to like 700 then went all the way up to 1900 goes back to the previous all-time high of 1050 that was the, the bottom, and gold started slowly, took a couple of years, went to, you know, 1100 and it went to 1200 And then last year, we finally got into uh, the charts where you're going to see huge moves in the price of gold. Because during that fall from 1900 to the 1050 the first 500 points of that, Right, when we go back to 1361, you know, so from 1900 to 1361, there was a total of like five trading days where gold lost $500 in five trading sessions. And we took out the first one when gold went from 1361. I said it's going to 15. That was the last. Of the big falls, there was three different uh, falls of over a hundred dollars. The thirteen sixty one number was the third one of those. Fifteen eighty five. That's the second one of the three. So there's no what we call what they like to call resistance. Right, if gold breaks fifteen eighty five, there's nothing there. Computers, uh, all the people, all the chartists out there, they all buy their their go long gold, go long gold because they know, hey, there's no natural selling point. Now, is it going to do it overnight? No. But gold went from thirteen sixty one to fifteen hundred bucks in less than thirty days. So fifteen eighty five. That's the second one, the second big drop, which brings us to 1700 Here's the funny part. Well, I, I wouldn't call it funny. The first drop of over $100 starts at 17 and a quarter. And that brings you up to like 1850 so almost new all-time highs. That, those are the ones, and that's why you're seeing people saying, some people are saying 1,700, others are saying 1,800, others are saying, hey, new all-time highs, because there's really only a couple of resistance points left, 1,585, 17 and a quarter, and then, of course, the 1,900, you know, the, the previous all-time high. That's all there is. That is all there is in between those numbers. So when Eric was talking about, have you seen the volumes in gold? Have you seen all the contract buying? 
and, and the answer is yeah, and there's a reason why. There's a reason why all of this is happening in the marketplace. And obviously, you know, the thing that happened with the embassy and, and the the killing of the Iranian general and all that other stuff, that just adds to it, right? That, that just accelerates the move that was already uh, well in progress. So if you're sitting there and you're looking at it and you're like, hey, man, man gold's had a big move here. I mean, it's. It seems like since I went on vacation, gold's gone up like 70, but maybe I should go back on vacation uh, and gold will be at new all-time highs here by next week. I don't know, uh, but but there's a lot of upside here in the gold markets, and, and it's going to go very, very quickly again uh, where it doesn't let in. You know, the, when, when gold broke 1361, by the time it, by the time it hit 1500, Right, you, you weren't in every every day. Just kept up, 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 and you never had those entry points. So we're looking at this again. Uh, so take the time, make sure put some things away. I'm going to help you out a little bit today. I don't have a lot, but I've got some twenty dollar liberties. You know, you'll go out to allamericangold.com. You'll see it right now. Twenty dollar gold piece is sixteen thirty five. I mean, gold's fifteen fifty. Uh, today I've got some twenty dollar liberties. Fifteen ninety-five. Well, supplies last at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Greg Ullman, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric Cedarstrom up here, and Joe's down at Hole in the Ceiling Studios, and we're on live KXXT 1010 Cyber Delay up at the Mothership in Colorado. Joe, I'll tell you, you're right. The uh, the gold markets are a conundrum. They've been moving and moving and moving, and I think you're going to get this uh, this movement anyway, simply as a flight to quality, but Let's face it, the uh, macroeconomic events, you know, the black swans are looming out there, probably larger than ever right now. Don't you agree? It it just feels like it, doesn't it? You know, we, we sit there and we talk about uh, the dollar, what the Fed has done, the, the economy itself, and one of the longest, I think I... I don't know. We may now be the longest stretch ever uh, without a recession. We, we've got record deficit spending. We know about uh, the hundreds of billions of dollars the central bank has been pumping into these markets. And it just, you know, I just don't know where it's going to come from, right? You know, you sit there and you think, is, is this the event? Is it something else? You know, are we going to have uh, an issue in the repo market? Is Or is it going to be a problem in the Middle East? Is is the trade war all of a sudden going to go sideways again? You, you just don't know. I said yesterday when I did the show that it was a little alarming to watch the uh, financial news magazines on TV that the euphoria that was setting in on how great everything is, and that's really where you've got to get nervous. When you see people forecasting day after day economic Armageddon, you know, it becomes, a, again, people become blind and to the and deaf to the fact that they don't pay any attention to it. But I always watch for the you know, statements that usually say we're, we're at or near a high and we're heading into a new economic cycle. One was the Clinton administration saying the days of boom and bust 
were over forever. Another one was George Bush saying that, uh, go on vacation. Everybody go on vacation. Borrow money against your house and go out to Disneyland. That was a sign we were at a top. And now you've got uh, a president impeachment, which should have been negative for the equity markets, and it was not. And again, I'll go back to my statements going that the people impeaching him have sold out all their stocks. And that's probably what they're most mad about, that they've missed one of the biggest economic runs in history. And they figure the only way they can get even is get rid of the president. So, I mean, there's so many events, so many different uh, areas to watch that it it literally is mind-boggling right now. But ultimately, you know, for what you do and um, helping people just – Put away a little peace of mind, a little wealth insurance, um, something that I've always believed in, that if you have it and not need it, it's a lot better than needing it and not having it. So great special. Think about buying $20 gold pieces today at fifteen ninety five with gold spot somewhere around $1,550. The last time gold crested $1,500, around 2010, 2011, a U.S. $20 gold piece was 2300 bucks, 800 over spot. That's how good a buy this is. This is how confused everybody is right now with what to do. So the paper gold markets are running. The physical gold markets, the premiums are an outright steal. Outright steal. I've never seen anything like it, Joe. I mean, I've been I did this business for a quarter century, and to hear you run a special with fifteen hundred and fifty dollar gold, you can buy a hundred year old US gold piece for forty five bucks over spot. If you don't take advantage of that, you need to get your headgear flushed out, new guy. Call Joe down at one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Have you ever seen premiums this low as long as you've been doing this? Nope, and, and I haven't been doing it as long as you, but I've been doing this a long time myself, and, and it's just been one of those things, and you're right. I, you know, you forget how high those premiums got uh, during the last gold run, and, and you're sitting here today, even at regular price, even at sixteen thirty-five with $1,550 gold, that would have been uh, an incredible deal. Uh, and now to sit there and have it be like you said down at fifteen ninety five, uh, the the premiums, uh, or believe it or not, have actually risen in the last ninety days. Uh, you know, we we had gold uh, a year ago. You could buy them right at spot now. Now, of course, uh, forty five bucks over spot. Uh, but but as Things are slowly starting to turn here, uh, getting ready for what I believe will be the second term of, of Trump. Here's the thing that, and, and to highlight something you said, remember last year, recession was coming, right? The trade deal was going south and this and that, and the Dow rallied and rallied and rallied and rallied and rallied and rallied. But And then when we got to December, Everybody on on the TV and all over the internet, right? No recession, no recession. Everything's going to be great, and well, and that always signifies the top. I think you're right. Twenty twenty, we're going to luck out. I think because it's an election year, 
And because of guys like Michael Bloomberg, who's going to go out and spend a billion dollars, and you saw all the fundraising the Democrats were doing, you know, Bernie, here comes Bernie Sanders again, right? Uh, The man that wants to give everything away to everybody with record fundraising numbers and all of this. uh, We're going to at least get a lot of spending for the campaigns. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be close whether or not gold gets all-time highs this year. I'm really, though, more worried about 2021 than I am 2020, Eric. Well, I think ultimately, you know, you've got rioting in the in Beijing, rioting in France, rioting in the Middle East. Got an election here for uh, half the country hates a, a sitting president, and they do. Half the country hates them. I mean, we, we go into riots here. I mean, the, the 20s may start to look a lot like the 60s. but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point be... this out. I want to point this out. Uh, I saw last night all the states that are going to be picking up uh, Cong- House of Representatives because of population shifts. All of the ones that are losing are these failed blue states. A lot of blue coming into the red areas. It's really going to make things very interesting. Final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in today on this third day of January 2020. Yeah, you heard that right. It's only the third day of the year, third day of the decade. So, oh, man, just crazy. Let me tell you, uh, things are returning to normal under this president, though. I'll just throw this in at the end. Marines and civilians in the Marine Corps law enforcement roles will now be able to carry firearms again on military bases. Finally. So they're kind of. Finally, yeah, they get to go. Uh, the Marines actually get to carry weapons on the bases. I mean, they yeah, they might be a little bit worried about uh, retributional attacks here, but to, this is what happens when liberal presidents get in office. Yes, let's let's don't allow the Marines to actually carry weapons on U.S. military installations. I, I know you're in the military, and I know you're on base, but let's not carry any weapons. And finally, Greyhound Bus Lines is ending a program. Uh, They used to offer uh, free rides to Mexico when you were getting your your citizenship hearing. They're not going to do that anymore. So (laughs) So, the the government is, uh, you got to stay in Mexico and you got to figure out a way to get over uh, to uh, southern Mexico and out into southern Texas or northern Mexico into southern Texas on your own to get your hearings. So so things are, are little by little returning to normal, um, you know, as far as the way we think the world should be run. But let's face it, everything else has just gone crazy, Joe. It, it, it's been an amazing time that we live in. And, and again, before the break, I was talking about states that are going to be picking up Uh, You know, Arizona's picking up Texas, Florida, uh, I think Idaho as well. All the red states uh, as the population leaving Illinois, leaving California, leaving New York, right? Leaving all these blue states. But the problem is they leave the blue state, but they don't leave behind the blue state ideas of giving everything away. And I don't get it. They just didn't figure out the reason. There's a reason why they're moving out. 
Taxes are too high. Crime is too high, right? Homelessness everywhere, right? They don't want to be a part of it. They want to go somewhere else, but they don't understand it was the, the, the values that brought all of that stuff to these states. It's going to make for, like I said, a very, very interesting uh, setup, especially what, what Eric said, and it stuck with me all through vacation. They want Trump to win again because yep. they're going to make him the fall guy. And you can just see, I could just see this this sea of blue uh, come, the, not, you know, hopefully not this election cycle, but the following election cycle. Uh, and and, and I, I don't even want to think about what's going to happen uh, to this country and all the things that they're going to be implementing. Uh, it's a pretty good idea. Get your house in order now because, uh, like Eric said, better to have it and not need it than need it than not have it. Uh, U.S. $20 liberties uh, at $15.95. Gold's up $20, $25, depending on where you look. Uh, $1,552 to the ounce. Uh, silver is up as well. Silver back above uh, $18 to the ounce. You know how much I, I hate silver because it's big and it's bulky. Uh, but little brother, right, he ain't going anywhere either. He's going to have quite the year. Matter of fact, uh, all over the place, platinum, palladium, rhodium, all the metals, all going higher uh, pick up some more gold today, 800-951-0592. And, uh, well, everyone, have a great weekend. I love these one-day work weeks. Uh, we'll be all back on Monday. Eric, thank you so much for everything you're doing. And everybody, God bless out there. We'll be back next week. <laughs>